Welcome to Good Life. I'm Dean Wilson. I'm so glad you're with us uh, wherever you are. Joining us at goodlifetelevision.org uh, from all over the world, Good Life Conversations, which is our podcast platform. Um, if you go to goodlifetelevision.org, you can find all these long-form interviews. You can also find a lot of power clips, some of the great moments from, from those interviews, so we encourage you to check it out. We see a lot of you are. Uh, you can also find us on the social media platforms, and, and many of you watch us on good old-fashioned television here in Santa Barbara, California, at TV Santa Barbara. So we welcome you uh, wherever you are, and we're so glad you're with us. Uh, we're talking with a lot of great people, just all walks of life and all different backgrounds and experiences and authors and public servants and young people and old people, people with great stories. It's just been such a treat, such a privilege for all of us to be able to do this and so we hope you're taking it all in and enjoying it as well so we welcome you I'm really excited about my guest today uh, Bob Katowski is with me Bob welcome hi, hi. cheers thank you for having me and and Bob is a really wonderful interesting guy I've just spent the last day or so reading about him um, he is a golf instructor uh, but he kind of wears a lot of different hats within that world of golf that we're going to be getting to. Uh, but I wanted to start with kind of where did you grow up and when was the first time you remember a golf club in your hand? Uh, how much time do we have? <laughs> no, when I grew up in Boston, and uh, when you grow up in Boston, you start early, you start uh, uh, caddying when you're a young, when you're a kid. I started, I was six years old and you were a shag boy. You go to the private country club and you are six years old and the guy hands you a bag of balls and they start hitting balls at you. They dump them out and <laughs> then you realize uh, after about five minutes you say, this guy is hitting balls at me, trying to hit me and I'm going to get 50 cents. So <laughs> you decide right away I've got to change my position and move up to caddy. Then you become a caddy and it's a great, uh, it's a great way to get going. You've got you know, indirect mentoring from the old guys and the people that are excited you're there. You learn a lot about the game just from experience. Yeah. And we get to play on Mondays. And if you've ever seen Caddyshack, that's a little <laughs> bit what we were all about. So we get to play, you get a taste for the game. Uh, if you're smart, you watch the real good players and turn your head when the other guys are hitting. Right. And so you pick it up. So that's, yeah, I had a Old guy taped up a, a wooden three wood so the head wouldn't fall off and said, here, go at it. So really old first... school way of getting going and very common where I grew up. Yeah. So you grew up with the game. Yeah. Yeah. I was telling my son yesterday, we were driving somewhere and I was telling, he was asking, I was a caddy. I caddied when I was in college. In the, it was like my afternoon job. We were actually lived up at Pebble Beach and wow. I, and I got to caddy up there for a little while and so... Uh, I was telling him about my brown Dickies suit that right. I would wear, yeah, and, uh, had, and I'm telling you, uniform. that is no joke. I was telling him about the, the guys that do this, like, for a living up there. I mean, they're serious, they're smart, and they make a lot of money. They've got a pretty good gig going. They do. The, the rate for a bag, I got two fifty a loop. When I was a two fifty loop, two dollars, two dollars and fifty cents. In case anybody, <laughs> these guys are getting four hundred bucks a day. Yeah, plus uh, right. you know other perks, and it's just you're up at Pebble. If you haven't been up there, go. Just go right. have a go have the 
the, the greatest $16 glass of beer you've ever had in your life <laughs> sitting on the veranda there. Exactly. Checking it out. It's just a great spot. We get to do programs up there, so I love do it. Do you? I love it. So that had to be a great experience. Yeah, it got a little tiring at Spyglass <laughs> on the back nine, the uphill with two bags. Yeah. But, you know, when, I'm, when you're an 18, 19-year-old kid and you're getting $100 a bag... It's and good. then, and then, if you read the putts right, you know you get some tips. Right. It's good money. Good <laughs> it's money. good money for a. Right. We could talk kid. forever about caddying because for me, what a great experience you get. Yeah. You know, I get twenty bucks a day. I, I used to be six six, but carrying doubles thirty six holes a day, <laughs> the pressure of the bags. So share that, and we would get. You know, you caddy when you want. You get twenty bucks, twenty five bucks back in the day. It was yeah. good money, and you don't want to go caddy today. You go chase the girls at the beach. You know, right. it was right. a great, great job. Right. Great job. Yeah. Okay. The game of golf is great, isn't it? It's great, great for everybody. I, there's so many different parts to it. I mean, it's it's it could frustrate the heck out of you, but then you hit the one good shot of the round and it keeps you coming back, you know. Yeah. But the, one of the things I love about it is the time together. It's like taking a four-hour walk with like three friends or your son yeah. or your. I mean, isn't that a special yeah. part about golf? You got it. You have got a handle on it because anybody that doesn't play, I was just telling a few of the others here, it's a foolish game. You whack a ball, you hit it down, you chase it, you hit it again. A dog will at least bring it back, but we just keep whacking at it. You're out there for four, two to four hours with friends. I always tell what you just said, it's good for the head. Yeah. You're out there with friends and it requires, all you need is... Uh, Patience and a sense of humor. Right. Okay. Go out there. We got, you know, the best players in the world hit 10 or 12 that they feel they're pure on a given day. And Is they that get right? a massage and a, they got a before and after the game, a head a sports psychologist, a swing coach, and everything. And still, it's, it's a challenging game. So you yeah. got you to gotta look at it that way. Okay. Right. You just go out there. And, when you, and if you happen to hit a good one, or you happen to hit a lot of lousy ones along the way, have this be an overriding thought. All we're doing is swing club. The lousy ones give the good ones value, and yeah. you can enjoy it. But the best thing is the, the learning experience for the kids, the social stuff. You get out what you put in. So yep. it's really a cool game for people. I wish you know so many more would take it up. Yes, yeah. it's good for your health and walking. Yeah. So you just said the best players in the world hit ten or twelve shots in a round that they feel like are pure. Right. That's incredible to me. Yeah. Right. Sometimes we think about these sports. I mean, just thinking about like baseball, the greatest hitters who ever lived, you know, get a base hit three out of ten times. And they're in the Hall of Fame. They're Hall of Famers. You know, the failure. And that's one of the things, great things about sports, I think, is learning to fail. I mean, there are days. I mean, I've come home from a basketball game with my son, who's a great shooter, on a night when he shot three for 16, you know, and just feels like I am a terrible basketball player. And I'm trying to say, no, you're not. And then we will come inside and I'll pull up a video or a highlight thing of, of a night when Kobe Bryant shot three for 24, right. you know, and say, this is just part of the deal, you know. But isn't that incredible how sports can teach us to keep coming back, how to fail, how, what do you do, how to get better? I mean, we want to get better. But that's a great part about sports, it's, isn't it? It's, and it's, it's a great part about sports, but about golf. And if I could move to the to kids, we do PGA Junior League all over the country. Yeah. And we always tell the kids the number one skill in the game, anybody is to keep trying, be relentless. 
And you know, what will happen is someone will uncork a good one and some will say, hey, well, it took me 10 to get there. I say, yeah, you, you got it. You think you understand it now. It took you 10 to figure right. that out and sort that out. We were bumping it around and there you are, you arrived. I don't want to look at the, the other ones. Focus on that one. Try to do that again. Right. You got it now. So it's it's a really cool game for in, for kids. Amazing. We've got a son over here that's shooting. Can beat me like a drum already. He's 15. I used to like that kid, right? <laughs> but uh, but anyhow, it's it's great for the head for everyone. Recreation. You're taking a little vacation. You're out there. Whatever's out there can keep. We got we get to spend a couple hours with friends in a great place. So yeah. It's good stuff. So before we get into the really important stuff here, the, the this amazing stuff you're doing, I got to ask you this: You got one round of golf you get to play. Where do you play it? Pebble. Pebble, really? Pebble. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I love it. It's just amazing place. Just the atmosphere. Yeah. Don't tell anybody when I get up there. I get to play. You know, with PJ Press, we get to play. Oh. I got friends up there. I know a guy who knows a guy. <laughs> and I get around. We get to 16, and there's something that happens. You get on 16, and if you haven't played it before, if you've played it a hundred times, you get there, and all of a sudden there's this melancholy. You know, it's like, damn it, the round's coming to a close. Right. And just people will play the 18th hole. It's the slowest hole on the planet right. because everybody's okay. You want to dawdle, <laughs> take an extra right. picture, take another look out there. It's awesome. I play 17. Yeah. Don't tell anybody. This is going to be on TV. We'll and I sneak over, back over to number 10 and I loop around <laughs> again because I don't want it to stop. That's how 17 cool it is. 17 is that cool par place. 3 to the ocean, right? Yeah. And, and, yeah. and that, that could be like a pit Nicholas, sand wedge yeah. or a... Right, Nicholas hit a one iron and hit the stick. Oh, Watson one iron. chipped in the iconic chip in at the open. Right, that's right. When the open. So, so I got to tell you a quick story. I got engaged on the 18th tee. Wow. 9:30 at night, nine, May 23rd, 1996. We were wow. in the Pebble Beach Club at a party. Wow. And I walked her out. I figured, what better place? And you just verified everything I've been living about in regards to this engagement. Yeah. You just said if you had one round to play, you'd play the Pebble. Good I tried experience. to tell her how special this was. Good you experience. Know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is awesome. And 18, of course. Yeah, just the beautiful. Yeah. Uh, and that one tree on 18 on the right side when you're coming in, I always remember that tree. I the one I that think. I get behind? You've, yeah, you watch I, me play, I get right behind that Every tree. Every time. I don't, yeah. The other guys, they blow it right by there, and I'm old and tired now. And <laughs> I, uh, I have to resort to tactics and, uh, and and things such as that. So oh, it's uh, so great! So much history at that yeah, golf course. Great spot. It's amazing. So I want to talk about your kind of your philosophy, and you have you're wearing the shirt, old school <clears throat> golf school. You you do instruction, and you work with kids, and you 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 do a lot of great stuff. But I want to ask you about somebody you learned from, Bob Tosky. Okay. Talk about that. Talk about him. Uh, Bob is the, an amazing guy sorry You're a little emotional he's 90 something for whatever but he's kind of like me we both got the benjamin buttons thing going on <laughs> I, I surf every day i if i can skate i go down to the rink i play golf he is amazing he's you wouldn't know it he's out there on the dance floor singing doing whatever he is by far in my opinion and once again i happen to be correct on this one is the greatest instructor and you've know, got all these guys standing there on the tour with all the machines and stuff. Bob is all about feel and timing and rhythm. And he, he identifies with the, the individual. There's no one way to do this. 
get the most out of what you have available. Huh. You know, we got seniors, juniors, we got, um, you know, uh, a female, uh, all kinds of different players. We even have left-handers. So I'm a baseball player, so we talk slowly just so I keep up. I hope that doesn't offend. That's a baseball joke if anybody's out there, okay? But he will help this person to find out what they need to do to go out there and enjoy the experience of a round of golf. Right. And then when that hit me, uh, the, the, just the backstory to that, I grew up caddying, teaching myself, watching the good players, pick it up, we're good visual learners, practicing. I used to play 63 holes a day at a private club in Boston. It was a dollar a day, but we still snuck on because you can get a hot dog and a milkshake with a buck, you know, and sneak around. And the end of the day, all the flag sticks were broke. It was a real ratty course, but we played and played and played. And I taught myself, and one day I was out playing. I was playing for a living. And uh, I just needed to get some direction with it. So I called him up. I was in Florida, and I called him up, and I said, you know, Mr. Toski, he answered the phone. And uh, he said, come on down. And I went down to see him. I met him on the range. He took me in. He started teaching. He said, help this guy with this. And then we went on to the next guy. I said, yeah, yeah, help him. Make sure he's got his, this here, and he's got that good rhythm going. So we did this for a day. And then at the end of the day, he said, hey, Katowski, I'll see you here at 6 o'clock tomorrow morning. I said, okay, boom, I was there at 5.45. We did the same thing toward the end of the day. He said, hey, let's take a look at your game. And he hung out with me, and I'm telling you, this went on for a week, see you at 6. And just that's the type of individual. He just said, he thought, uh, you know, I had an interest. I, uh, I was kind of hungry, kind of driven to get better, and uh, that's the type of individual wow. he is. So that kind of, in a nutshell, amazing guy. He just is, everything about what he does still, it's funny, okay? You gotta stop and laugh at his jokes. You just, it's a great experience with being with Mr. Toski. Yeah, And uh, he's, I'm, I'm getting ready to go visit him. Shortly, Are you really? So. It's, uh, sorry 94? if I get a little emotional about but it was a huge person yeah. in my life. Oh, that's And so gave special. us the direction to, you know, I call it the Toski philosophy. Mm -hmm. This is all about feel and timing, rhythm, and enjoying yeah. the game. People have a passion for the game. Those that don't play, couldn't, it's, it's hard to get you grasp right. it. Right. Why do they love it so much? But go out there and hit a couple of good ones, chase it down, you might get hooked. Yeah, okay. that's right. Agreed. That's fantastic. Um, so I, I was reading about this earlier in terms of how you ended up getting involved with um, golfers that had challenges, whether it was blindness, disabilities, and it started, didn't it start on a military base? Yeah. So explain yeah. how that happened. I was um, the teaching professional, the golf professional at Marshalia Ranch, which is on Vandenberg Air Force Base. After I stopped playing, we said, we're going to come back and live in Santa Barbara County. It's like Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. I'm, you know, I'll play some tournaments here and there, but uh, you know, I need to pay some bills and stuff. So I started uh, teaching out there. I had uh, some history out there. And uh, part of it was to help out uh, the vets. So we had programs available for the veterans, for the enlisted guys, for the uh, 
uh, and, and the Wounded Warriors. So I would have a clinic every week. And these guys would come out, guys and gals, and we'd get them going. And two weeks later, I'd see them out there with their buddies playing golf. So it was really cool. And one day, my friend Howard Shaw, which I, yeah. I mentioned, and yeah. Howard wrote that interesting book and was uh, instrumental, worked with me for 10 years on the Blind and, and Disabled Golf Training Manual. He came out to the class, and it was for anybody with disabilities, and he was, when I was in high school, it was probably 10 or 15 years ago, 1975, right around there. <laughs> and he, um, he came to the class, and he was blind. He was my instructor when I was in high school. And he came out and he says, I'm taking up golf. Can you, do you think we can, it was right at the end of a class, he said, do you think we can, uh, you can help me uh, learn the game? I said, how about right now? So we started that day, and this manual, basically, that's the genesis of this. Wow. Because we started with, just from trial and error and experience, took a lot of lumps trying to figure out a standardized way to train a blind golfer. So it was a cool challenge that I learned I'm, I'm playing. And Howard's playing was completely blind. He was blind when he was in high school, when I was in high school. And, you know, I loved the guy. We were good friends. And I learned so more from Howard than he from myself because he could only rely on his feel yeah. and our communication and trusting the, the process. It was great. And so we got started. Uh, Howard uh, established the California Blind and Disabled Golf Association. I was on the board with him. Uh, we worked on developing events. We've, we're now in our 28th year of the California Blind and Disabled Golf Classic. And what we ended up doing, he and I worked together, plus every time we had an event, we would take in blind golfers and get their input. Get their input. So what happens with you? And just two years ago, I learned, I had a guy come out and say, you know, in the manual, we were going over the manual, and, you know, you have all these, these processes and the alignment and the setup, but my caddy, what he does for me that really gives me the final word is he takes, and if you play golf, he would take, and he had a ring, and he would tap the flagstick when he was putting. So he would, you know, I guess sonar or, or hone in on that last, that final little bit of information. So we've now added it to the book, sound, things like that. So it's right. an ongoing process, not just from me. It's from everybody that we've pooled. We've just, uh, we've had input. So it's kind of a joint effort and it's evolving. It's, uh, we're, we edit it and it's a real simple read. It's just a little flip book. And it's wow. just got pictures. If you look at it, you know, the, someone should be able to pick it up. And one of the aspects of this is if a blind golfer, if you were blind, you're very dependent on your coach because it's a team effort. Yeah. Okay. It's you and I going out. Right. And if you're blind and I'm your coach and I want to go to Tahiti for a little bit, you're not playing any golf. So we right. would have events where a player would, um, his caddy got sick. Okay. And this guy flew in. He was the champion, uh, the Canadian Open champion, blind golf champion. 
And so I would have to scramble to find a coach for him and then train him up real quick in the midst of putting together a 160 player charity Turn. event, which is very complex to begin with. Right. And, but we would get it done and then we said, wait a second, why don't we have this so anybody, any of you could take this right now, flip through it, and it's everything from going using the restroom, introducing yourself, how to approach a putt, a chip, or whatever. And so that player can now have a pool yeah. of three. You can't make it today? I've got another coach. Good, I'll call Adelaide, or I'll call, and remind me to mention Adelaide Ortega. Yeah. Okay, sorry to wander off on a tangent, but she's our California blind and uh, disabled golf ladies champion. And we just took her the other day. I went out with her. Uh, she lives right here in Santa Barbara. So everybody look into Adelaide Ortega, support her. She is amazing. Wow. Okay. So, uh, so what we would do is now they would have three coaches, a stable of coaches. So it just, again, the goal is let's make this mainstream. There's no reason why they can't, right. someone can't go out and play whatever we got. So, could okay? be, so people can learn to be a coach. That's the purpose that's of that. The pur which, which is going to enable more blind golfers right. to be able to play. And I give that to every that's free of charge on the website. Download it. I'll send anybody who wants one, one of those manuals. Wow. Okay. And so then they can have it, each blind student or uh, any of our high school students. I have all of our high school students are mentors to the blind and they, they, they are, and again, go back to it's good for the soul. How many good things are there that come from golf? Uh, my high school kids always observe when we're doing the Special Olympics or the blind golf or the Wounded Warriors, and I have seven of them who come out and volunteer their time to coach and mentor the other players. So, so everyone great. gets one of those. They put it to use. and. Uh, Wow, so it's just a small contribution to make it a good experience for these folks. Oh, that's so yeah, that's good thing. So Howard Shaw started the association. You were on the board, yeah. but you've worked together on this yeah. in literally creating a training manual for coaches. Yeah. Just a little backstory on this little this this book here is interesting for anybody. This is from a blind golfer's perspective. Yeah. Howard, I didn't know, and I shared this with Leanne earlier, all the time I was teaching him, he would go home, take notes, and start writing. Huh. That I didn't know. So it became a book. And one day, that's myself coaching Howard out at Marcelia Ranch. So he said, I finished my book. And I <laughs> said, what book is that? He says, all these years I have been taking notes no and this way. Is, I thought it would be interesting from my perspective to share that. So that's what that one's about. Wow. So where do you physically, are you at Zacca Creek? Where, where do you physically I, spend I your time? I teach at Zacca Creek mostly. Okay. okay. But we do programs with PGA Hope. If you look it up, PGA Hope, anybody has anybody with any disabilities, um, it's always free. The program is, is free of charge. So for 30 years, by hook or by crook, if we gain any support, I'm always looking for, you know, I've never been good about asking for funding or anything yeah. like that, but um, I'm a little surprised we don't get a little bit more support, but it's on me, because I'm kind of, you know, we do what we can and we always break even or whatever, we get it done. But they, they're, uh, it's always free, okay, for anybody, wherever you're at. So 
I'm at Zaka, but we do programs around the country. Right. To network PGA Hope. You've got great PGA golf professionals training and promoting these Wounded Warrior programs, Special Olympics. And so we have, uh, uh, you know, we, we'll do a program at Long Beach. And sometimes we'll go up and they'll come up in the short bus, kind of like one full of cuckoo's nest. It's a trip. <laughs> they come on out to Zaka and we have a tournament, we have an event. So wherever they're at, I can get them in contact. It could be in Toledo, Ohio. There's a program there. So we go, we pool our resources. If Joe Groman, remember that name is a great, great ambassador for, for PGA Hope. Uh, he calls up and says, hey, I need 10 guys. Who's in? Guys, gals, we've got great LPGA professionals. I keep saying PGA professionals, but LPGA professionals will have 10 go up to Pebble Beach, do a program up there, Long Beach, we'll go to Florida, we'll go wherever. We do one every year at the Masters. Yeah. And we have a, people come on out, and so we, every month there's a program somewhere. We do one at Sam Piper. We used to do one at uh, Rancho San Marcos, uh, Santa Barbara Municipal Golf Course. These are local courses, local venues, that facilities that welcome this. No one is ever, but they're always welcome with op open arms. Really, uh, they will, um, uh, Randy down at the municipal will say, hey, what's a good time and day? Let's, we'll make arrangements, they'll set it up for you. Wow. Uh, we go out to Sandpiper, um, and, uh, and you know, most any course that we make a request, we're gonna do a program, set it up, here's the fly, give them all the flyers and everything, and then we'll have 10 or 12 people, we'll introduce them to the game. Okay, and iShine, which is a program here in Santa Barbara, Dudley Keneally, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, Tom Brady is on the board, the, Tom Brady, the original Tom Brady, Tom Brady's dad. Uh, when he told me about it, I thought he was kidding me, but they have a program for blind golf. We're doing one again to, tomorrow out at um, Zaka Creek for them. Oh, and nice. then one over, we did one at Sandpiper the other day, and we had seven brand new blind players join in so how great um, I guess the question was where you located home base at Zaka Creek which is a great venue for this yeah it's a scaled down golf course kind of like the uh, uh, Twin Lakes a little shorter okay? so you know you're not you don't have to hit there with John Daly right we can dink it around and everybody's playing golf so right right uh, so where do, how do people give money to you how, do, how would they do it? Uh, that would be great. We go to, we have the Old School Golf School website. Okay. If you go to the Old School Golf School Instagram, there'll be a link to go to Old School Golf School. Okay. There's a toolbar up top, you know, upcoming events, uh, interviews. I get to write and interview PGA Tour and LPGA Tour players and stuff like that and write for some golf magazines. Nice. There's a section there. And then there's the Blind and Disabled section okay okay click on that it will show you past events great uh, players of the week that type of thing um, great events upcoming past history and then there will be a, a button where you can you can donate donate and a lot of times what i do i, I collect clubs i give them any new players they they cost nothing i give them and if they want to make a donation to the program they can so that's always how we've rolled we've just uh, I've never had anybody underwrite or anything like that. I would love to. I'm getting a little old and tired right now. That would be nice, but uh, not required. Not required. We, school, we get it done. Old school golf school. O L D E. Old school golf school. 
With an yeah. E at the end of old. Yeah, check out the website. It's good, good golf content for golfers. Little tips. Uh, you know, if you're going to throw your club because you get mad, make sure your grip is light so you can let it fly. It's dissatisfying to <laughs> chunk it five that. feet and pick it up. Stuff like that. Good, good stuff. Okay? That is so great. Oldschoolgolfschool.com. Bob Katowski is my guest. We ran out of time already, but he has uh, put together this blind golf training manual. So I'm sure you can find that at oldschoolgolfschool.com. Old with an E at the end, oldschoolgolfschool.com. Bob Katowski. I never got a chance to ask him to fix my slice. We never got to that. It's 25 years. Aim I can't to the left. Aim <laughs> to the left. I've been doing that. Sometimes there's a, a tree over Lee there. You made a couple million dollars hitting aimed, that shot. All the, he aimed over aimed there. to the left. And he was in the middle all day. So you, you okay, let me know. So Anybody in, if you're... Any of you uh, would like to get involved in the game, you got my card, come see me. Okay, you would be Dean's guest, and, uh, and uh, I've always got time. That's one thing i got is I've got time, and I enjoy getting you out there. And again, golf is good for the head. Yeah, Just that's right. Give it a try. Get out there. Patience and a sense of humor, that's all you need to bring. Love okay, it. I'll give you clubs, everything you need. Love it. Thanks for what you've done for yeah, people. Yeah, that is We're all in this together. It's uh, Everybody's got something. That's right. Yeah. Well, thank you. I'll, I'll break out my list of stuff I have. You know? <laughs> okay. Bob Katowski, everybody. Genius. Love it. Thanks for coming thank on. Thank you so much. Yeah, for taking great to the meet time. you. Thank yeah, you for, thank the, for the interest. Thank you. Everyone. Okay. We'll see you next time.